comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 362. This is Russ. We're a little short this week. It's just me, Rich, and Aaron. Hey. Got a lot to talk about this episode. Yeah, well. For 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 sixty six percent of this podcast, there's a lot for me to talk about. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, the mid season finale, finale for some, the finale finale for some, of uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and the first two episodes of The Walking Dead Dead City. So, trying to get caught up here. We had uh, just some travel and other stuff going on, so we. We're going to pack it in. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to pack in the episodes. All right. So let's let's start with uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 6. I only see red. All I see see is red. All I see is red. Uh, The swan song for for Morgan. Yeah. Did you guys realize? I did not realize that this was going to be it for more. I did not either until it until when they did the ending of it, and I was like, "So did they just wrap Morgan completely?" And then I watched the after whatever the hell they do, and yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm learning this in real time right now. This is the end of Morgan on the show. <laughs> yeah. I not I did not understand this. No, I did not realize this. <laughs> yes. Yep. This is I Morgan's have a final feeling. Update. I have a feeling maybe he's going to pop up with Mo in the Rick Michonne thing or something. Well, I some assume point. so now. But, like, if he's going to yeah, pop up in the next As far as season. fear goes, he's done. I was not aware. I completely missed this part. Okay. <laughs> I did not know it that. It was at all. not. So, to be fair, there was no. In, I mean, there was no indication in the show itself. Yeah. This was only because. <laughs> the, yeah, the producers <laughs> mentioned it after. In the in the little you know behind the yeah. scenes thing, well, I was I like, felt oh wow, way, okay, we're done. I felt the way when he touched Grace's grave and the flashes and all of that. I was like, man, this feels like they're ending his story. And I was like, but no, that it's Morgan. And then I watched the after show and I was like, oh, they are ending his story, or for now anyway, at least for fear. I guess it's I gotta a, watch these after shows now. Jesus Christ! All right, yeah. <laughs> The ones on Fear have not really been all that great, the after shows, but... uh, Yeah, that's why I don't watch them. This this one at least, you know, confirmed a suspicion for me. Okay. Yeah. So... Well, that's news. Okay. All right. So we're going to get into it, but... So sad. (laughs) Yeah, retroactively, right? I wouldn't be surprised if they don't cast an older uh, girl to play Mo and she shows up in Dead City or something. Well, who knows what's going on with the Rich, the Rick and Michonne show, though? So I don't know. We'll see. What yeah. Happens. 
um yeah so uh Wait, so so we, who's, it, in the, who's in the rest of the series? <laughs> what is it? The Madison show now? It's, well, it's going to be Strand. Troy. Well, I figure Strand, but that's why I kept thinking, like, what's going on? I just figured, like, the Morgan show picks up and they're, like, traveling together. And then, they're like, I'm still here. <laughs> Troy. They're All bringing right. back Troy. Seriously. That's I, I was reading about it. Like, there's behind the scenes photos of the actor on set. And who's apparently. Troy? Troy Otto. Thank you for this last name. What, what does that mean? Who's Troy? What am I thinking? Who am I missing? Remember way back? I was oh, that guy. Three. Okay. The crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Didn't he get like a spoon in the eye or something? Yeah. And supposedly I remember him dying in an explosion or something, but apparently he's back. And that's him at the end of this episode picking up Alicia's arm thing and all, all right, of this okay, stuff. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. And yeah, we'll get to it. But I'm just saying is that's what the second half of the season is going to be that and dealing with Strand and all this other shit. So, yep, Morgan's gone. All right, well, let's get to it. So I, I'm just going to say the majority of this episode is these flashes of literal red and just just images flashing back and forth and Morgan in and out of essentially consciousness or rage or whatever uh-huh. and killing yep. a bunch of people. I both absolutely loved this and hated it at the same time. Rich, I'm going to tell you something. I completely agree with you. <laughs> I'm on the same page. <laughs> I thought it was a brilliant thing that they did. I really liked it. I've seen versions of that before, but what they did I thought was great. Once they did it, I think about 27 times, I was sick of it. <laughs> the, they, the problem the problem with it for me is the whole, oh, it was almost like um, – like wrestling back in the day, right? Like when, you know, Hulk Hogan would be out and then all of a sudden, like he, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like it's the whole, he knows it's coming. It's like, Oh, I feel it's coming on. It's coming on. And then, Uh you know, and then they would cut to it and then cut back. Like it, it made, it reminded me of like old style first, second edition D and D berserker rage. You, you would go into that and then, you know, basically your actions were controlled, not by you, but basically just by the rage. And that's that's what I saw with this whole thing. And, and again, I thought it was a cool effect. I thought it was a cool take on something I've seen before. But man, did they way overdo it too many times and too many cutaways that I get it. But. And there were some things that I would have liked to have seen on screen or at least pieces of. Yeah. And it's, I, I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist, but it seems to me if you're about to have that kind of episode, you wouldn't know it was coming. Like it just, you know, I don't know that that's the part that kind of. Yeah, he's not the Hulk. Like, yes, it's exactly. Not a, it's Thank not you. a my yes. disease is my my gamma rays are tripping in here. It's I have an uncontrollable rage thing that I got going on. Well, because I'm a human being, I can't just like summon this. And and not to defend it too much, because again, I both loved and hated it. But if you think of like the whole first 
part of this season in context together. You saw him with where he was, there were hints of things like the writing on the inside of the floating cabin in the first, second episode or whatever. Uh-huh. And then later we see him where he's suddenly seeing um, his dead wife instead of the walker in front of him, you know, and he's kind of shaking it off and whatnot. And then now this. So apparently there is things, indicators to him that something's going wrong. Yeah, yeah I, don't, it, I don't disagree that the episode. Well, What doesn't make sense is the fact that once now that he has completely identified it, he should be able to find a way to to coax himself out of that at least some of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's I agree there. Like, I I don't disagree that the show hasn't like laid the track as far as Morgan has issues, but like we've always known Morgan has issues. But like the way it's doing it here, it's it's not. Like Russ, you're saying it's not coming out of nowhere, and it's like I, I just, it just happened. Like I don't, I don't even know what happened. It, it's coming in, and it's like, oh no, I didn't take my pills, so my angry red right. disease is emerging all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> and so like, oh, well, I, got a, I got a wicked, I got a wicked case of angry red. Let me hold on, guys. What Get I'm back saying though me. is, how do we know that in those scenes? Because we're seeing it from the outside. How do we know that he's not seeing his dead wife instead of a walker in the distance or something like that? And that's why he's going, okay, you need to get away from me because he may lose it. Yeah, but this, this is again, I'm not, I'm not trying I, I hear to you. No, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying is it kind of makes sense. I, in the rumble of this show, they they'll just, they'll just, if they hadn't overused it, I don't think it would have bothered us as much. I agree. In the realm of the show, like they certainly have their own logic as to why this is making sense but like the fact that again that they're treating like a rash that's just gotten bigger uh, it's like no that's not think right. that's, um, exactly the best way to handle this or, or however stylistically they want to go for it yeah or or i could see at a couple points throughout the show him going into the zone right like where there's a bunch of walkers coming and he starts just hacking 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 and then he just kind of loses it and just just like just keeps going but yeah like again, there's a build-up that's based around something sure. yes yes yeah, yeah it's the yeah it, it just didn't it, it just didn't it, it, yeah it didn't work for me well um yeah it, ultimately it didn't work but i think it could have worked yeah i think we all yes. like i'm we're, i think we're all happy when the show decides to experiment with stuff because that's yeah. interesting it's not the same old same old but I, I agree. There's an ambition here that we can admire, but yeah, the execution just, eh, whatever. I mean, I sat there and I'm thinking, man, it must be he just doesn't realize that you got to let people go because they're still with you no matter what, even if they've passed on. Yeah, <sighs> the, you know, he only being 20 years into this outbreak of disease that's killed all the people he's you know close to, he hasn't learned that lesson yet. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he... He has one of these. Ep- I'll just call it an episode. Sure. Um, and he's lying on the tracks in the rain. Madison shows up and he's just like obliterated, just a crap ton of of walkers. And he's frantic about about getting Mo. Um, where's my axe? Where's my axe? Lying on the tracks in the rain. Name of my next album. Nice. Um, but Madison hid the axe so he wouldn't kill her. And she's asking about clear and. You know, Madison's like, I'll keep you straight. You know, I'll I'll, I'll keep I'll keep you you, you going. Um, they head back to the yard, 
and the fences are down and there's a few walkers left. And again, it's another one of these episodes that happens. And then Daniel and his crew are there when he wakes up. Um, at, at first I didn't understand what was going on here because most of the walkers were cleared out yet. The containers were still there and they were talking about like, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't, I guess it became clear later that the, the deal was, yes, they wanted to clear the walkers out, but Shrike was also looking for Krennic because he had this, you know, list of coordinates in his binoculars situation. So, uh-huh. um, I was very, but again, at first I was very confused. I'm like, okay, well, the whole point was for them to clear out the walkers around the containers and they did that. So why would they be some port? Like, why would they be leading them somewhere else or doing something else? I, I was, again, I was a little confused there. I um, still am. <laughs> like, it yeah. seemed like there was a lot of walkers on that tanker for one thing. And it's like, we really, yeah. we really glossed that this really was a, um, uh, 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 fireworks factory deal. Where it's like, we did actually get to go <laughs> to see how this happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, tell not show in this episode. Mm hmm. Um, and, uh, that's the other thing, too, though. Didn't it turn out that they weren't walkers? It was actually Daniel's group and. No, they were walkers. No, the they were walkers. They were walkers. We knew there were walkers there. I mean, when he came out of his episode, yeah, Daniel was there. But yeah, they, arri- they arrived there. But yeah, they like, arrived the, there. The but, initial but, goal was kill all these walkers. Yeah. Yeah, but when Morgan got to there, there weren't any walkers. And then we see one coming out that gave us the impression it was Mo, but it wasn't. And then there was a herd of them. But then they weren't walkers. They were Daniel's group. Well, yeah, that's where we're a little thrown with. Because, like, right. there should yeah. have, like, we knew that there were a bunch of walkers there. They've showed it to us. Uh, but, like, the episode kind of plays fast and loose with, were they there? Did they get killed? They're somewhere else now. What's going on? Like, that's that's what we're kind of debating. Oh, you're like, where's all the bodies of the ones they killed? Where's either the bodies or, you know, the, gotcha. the thousands okay. of walkers that they definitely showed us existed? Because I thought bigger. you were confused by the walkers that weren't actually walkers. It was in his mind. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Oh, OK. I got it now. I'm just glad they wrote a very clear scene there that made a lot of sense and we were able to digest it perfectly. Yeah. Again, it becomes clear later, but I think in the moment, it right. it, it, it wasn't. Um, and maybe it's the they wanted finale, it. and it promised to be a giant slaughter fest of walkers on a tanker. <laughs> That's so. Yes. I'm like, I want to. Yeah, see that. I was kind of expecting that at some point, or at least pieces of it. Um. So they decide to head to the ship. Um. The the I say the ship the um the houseboat I guess to find Mo because they're they're headed that way. They got this whole thing set up like June is monitoring the comms um, back at Padre to to see to kind of listen as to what's going on. Um, And June lets him lets Morgan and crew know that Mo and and the I forget what they call their their little group of child soldiers. But um, the the Praetorians. Yeah, the Praetorians. Yeah, they're getting overwhelmed. Um, So they want to head back to the to the houseboat. And so that then we find out no, that no, the prefects, the, the prefects. prefects yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. We find out that they're wanting to get Krennic because he has the coordinates to the locations that they were hoping to help resupply with the binoculars. Um, 
It seems like we, when Krennic was getting, you know, um, murder killed by all those zombies and still like reciting a lot of information to his children uh, while calmly being eaten, he probably could have thrown those binoculars up to them. You would think. Yeah. They, yeah. Or at least made mention, hey, <laughs> the coordinates are in these binoculars. Well, they did. I mean, they knew that. apparently. Well, they knew <laughs> that because that's why they were looking for. They didn't know. He didn't know enough to be like, hey. These walkers, they're munching on me. I'm taking, well, they really do well. That. I'm taking it really well, but let me not give these people the binoculars. <laughs> let me just hold Well, they come. knew that he kept secret stuff in there from time to time. They didn't know that that would exactly no, they knew be in that, No, no, they knew the coordinates to the oh. other locations were in the binoculars specifically. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. they had guessed that. No, His no, dad's no, no. just a dick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as he's as he's helping his children climb away, you think you would have said, "Here, take these in case I don't make it." Well, Aaron, not everybody is going to think as clearly as you do while being eaten by a herd of zombies. I'm again, again, I'm not. I if the show did it, if I'm going on, with the show, <laughs> if the show didn't show me this father calmly letting himself be eaten by walkers while still imparting information to his children as if he was one of St. Carl's apostles, then I'd be fine with that. <laughs> but the show did choose to show us that he was super calm and everything. So that's why I'm saying he could have okay. had the wherewithal to do Fair so. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So, yeah, so once again, uh, Morgan takes his axe. He loses it. He wakes up in this crazy quicksand stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's what got me. What I'm thinking is, did he like get a second of consciousness and force himself in there to slow himself down? That or? was my take. I was just like, that's a silly take. Yeah. <laughs> He's in quicksand now. But he puts the axe through Madison's oxygen tank. Like He wakes up, and there's like the axes through the tank. Um, he he ends up reaching out to Mo and says like, "Hey, I'm losing again. You, if you see me, you need to run." Um, and then they cut to Dwight, who looks like he's kind of getting ready to head out, but yeah, like nothing ever comes. Like we'll get like back wet, to that. It's like, like a it, wet fart of a subplot going on. Yeah, here. it's like okay, here we see Dwight's on his way. He's and like then sharpening his tools. Like it's looking like he's yeah. going to go on some kind of like okay corral last stand over yes. here. Like, I have this feeling that there is like a ton of stuff that they shot, and this is just what they edited for time. In, or or they didn't complete stunts or something. I don't know, but I mean maybe it but even feels then, like so chopped up. Like the re- the resolve of what's going on with Dwight and Shelley is just so like whatever and not a not a piece with everything else. So it's yeah. like okay, yeah. So he loses it again. This time Mo's there. She literally stabs him to kind of snap him out of it. Um, and then he loses it again. He wakes up. He's zip tied in in the houseboat. Um, I thought it was really cool how she missed a major artery, you know, with there being several right there. Daniel and his crew finally show up and they just start shooting up all the strikes people that are kind of coming in uh, around there. Um, and then the kids tell Daniel that they're not coming. So Daniel and, and the parents are kind of there to unbrainwash these children and just be like, look, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> come back with us and the kids are just like yeah we're not having any of it um so daniel tells madison to take off that he's he daniel's trying to relate to him because it it I, you know as we get more and more about daniel as a person like we knew he was like in in some sort of rebellion resistance when he was in uh in south america um and it, it's even more clear now that he 
apparently he was recruited into this resistance when he was very young. And so he, he kind of, I thought he worked in the cartels and stuff at one point. Yes. But to the extent is what we discover more and more of that. More of this child soldier and everything. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he thinks he can relate to them just by saying like, look, I've been where you are. You know, I've, I've done the things that you've done. Um, Daniel tells Madison to take off that he's going to try and talk some sense into him. And there's, uh, there, there's a bit of a shootout. Um, and we cut back to Morgan and he, of course, Krennic, uh, happens to float up right next to Morgan. Um, yeah, <laughs> in the, the, the best time possible to do that. Yes. <laughs> there <he> is. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one we've been looking for. It's right here. He just walked up. <laughs> it's as if I whistled his name and all the walkers said, Credit, you gotta go this way. <laughs> yes. Straight to Morgan. Um and you still got the binoculars on. It's yes. been like tw- 10, 12 years. Twelve yeah. years since you died. Yeah, that leather strap is yeah, wouldn't have uh wouldn't have uh, worn out no, at this point. No one's ever messed with you. And the swamp water that you've been laying around in, that certainly hasn't affected it. Yeah. No one, as the thousands of walkers in the horde you were a part of, like, torn it off by accident or anything. Oh, my God. I looked at the labels. You can still return these at REI if you wanted to. They're for, <laughs> they're for condition. <laughs> oh. He sends Mo to Madison with another oxygen tank. Um... And and this is another thing with Madison where she she mentions, oh, Morgan, I don't know if I can get to you. I don't have my oxygen. And then it has seen like has, a triathlon in this episode <laughs> has, has no impact on her whatsoever. Like yeah. the fact that she doesn't have her oxygen take is is completely irrelevant to like, again, the whole oxygen thing with Madison to me, just I don't understand. It's like, OK, you either what need I, it or you don't. They what they should have done is over the over time, over the seven years that have passed or whatever, have that she's he her lungs have healed yes. somewhat something. Yes. Why is they she just, if she is still this dependent on oxygen, she'd be in a lot worse shape seven years later. Just yeah. Saying. Yes. If they haven't gotten better in seven years, they most likely have gotten worse. Um, yeah. And again, if they actually did something with it and made it an actual plot thing, I can understand it. But there's been like no stakes with this whole oxygen thing. So, um, you know, I was just just thought crawled into my head. Um, just like right out of the swamp. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, this is related to that. Go on. When uh, Rick and group early on in the apocalypse, when they first got to the green farm, how oh, long? Wow. That was what a year into the apocalypse, or not even that far? Not even that long. Yeah. Not, so not even a year into the apocalypse. So that walker in that well was in there for less than a year in that well water and looked like that. This guy looks like he's freshly dead. Hey, the, the magical <laughs> well, he, swamp he, waters of of, of <laughs> Oh, Georgia. I didn't know they were magical. The magical swamp yeah, waters. It's, it's like no, but that? he was in he was in the the in the yard, right? The the he was in the the of the tanker. The tanker with the oh, with all the uh, with all oh, the yeah, containers. The, the, up oh, when Aaron yeah, said he'd been in the swamp, I just no, I, thought, I forgot. No, no, it was the magical air of the tanker. That's yes. yeah. It's just like um, 
Tuck Everlasting guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's just the magical area that just yes. preserves all of them in time. Yes. Uh, so Maybe there are a new breed of walkers that are like the Benjamin Button walkers or something. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. So are you saying... <laughs> Are you saying that as everybody else is getting older, those walkers are getting younger? Yeah. Well, <laughs> notice how Grace, she died, like, and immediately was all and gross and walker fight. Stop adding to this like it's true. So you can tell, like, they're instantly rotten, and then they start to get unwalkerized. And at some point, they'll just become a human again. But, well, let's see. Maybe the... Whatever this is how on. this is how they're going to resolve and cure the world. OK, yeah. June 25th, 2023. Mark that down. And that's my prediction. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It uh, fits in as silly as the other stuff that they put in this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Morgan get gets a hold of Trike and says, "Well, Krennic went down with the with the houseboat that he he went down on on, on it." Um, and then at some point he actually walks up. He's um, back. <laughs> he's back. Yeah. Like yeah, Jason Voorhees out of Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> I was so mad at the TV. I was yelling. I was. This is the stupidest thing. He had the sense. Yes. And then so she walks up to him and sees him and then she lets him bite her. That's what I'm talking about. That her, is, da- her daddy issues coming like full. He, she gets a wicked case of seeing yeah. red and she just decides. To let her well, yeah. And the fact that Morgan and Madison just stood by and let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Which I Why would not? do, but it's a little out of character for Morgan, at least. I, I'll say this. I totally called that they'd wrap up the strike plot this week. <laughs> that was my prediction. Yes. I, yeah, I think. Yes. <laughs> That's it the definitive. best part about this scene is that it ended her. Yeah. Well, kind of, because there's another scene later. And as someone pointed out online, we didn't see her brother actually end her. So who knows? OK, yeah. So maybe she'll be in charge still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Madison kills Krennic. She takes the binoculars, gets the list of coordinates. Uh, we cut back to Daniel, and they're all surrounded. And Ben orders the kids to shoot Daniel and the rest of them. And, and this the is where Daniel are... tries to relate to them further. Just once again, like, hey, I really, you know, you don't want to do this. I know where, I know what you're going through. I know what you've been through. You know, and, and kind of gives them the Daniel speech. I'll um, say this. In the midst of all of this going on, which... I'm more on Rich's side than ever with this episode, I think. But like, yes. it's a lot of silliness. I will say, God bless Ruben Blades for doing hell a good yes. job here. Like, oh man, he, hell yes. he is killing it. Yeah, he was the highlight of this episode. Yes. He's, point, he's letting the gun point at himself. He's he's wearing the wearing the pain. He's wearing just the, his delivery. Yeah, it's just all there. Like yeah. he's acting his ass off to make this shit work. Like good. To be good for fair, him. he's pretty much the highlight of this series. So <laughs> he he's he's generally the best thing we have going when he's when he's around. But yeah, yeah. it's it's it it, it, it helps it helped this scene out a lot because I'm just sitting there. It's like oh they can't shoot him. You shoot him, other child. You shoot him. You heard what he said. And I'm like Jesus Christ, somebody shoot somebody. <laughs> like, yeah, this is a lot. Well. 
And the fact that, you know, they're like, well, we'll do No, and they wouldn't do it themselves. It's like nobody's going to shoot anybody. So at this point, Morgan walks up, walks up, walks up, walks up. Um, Madison tells Ben about Shrike and that, you know, hey, she kind of came back to her humanity and 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 stood down when she saw her father um, and, you know, it, what happened. Morgan tells them all to leave, you know, and he he says, like, hey, they may not remember us, um, but 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 we will, you know, but, but they will, um, they will be remembered. So he, he just kind of, again, he's trying to appeal, um, to, to the kids as well. Um, and then of course, Mo in that moment of, uh, of profoundness for Morgan can, uh, comforts Morgan in his, in his sadness. Um, we cut back to the train and June apparently found Shrike and dragged her back to the train. Yeah. <laughs> um, and has her strapped down in the, in the uh, gurney with the with uh, with our favorite head on a stick uh, uh-huh. over, overward, and June gets Dwight and Sherry on. Was that Krennic? That head? wasn't Krennic, right? No, no, no. That's the head that's been there for what? That's why. Okay, three episodes. For a second, I thought. Oh no, because she killed Krennic. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I perfect. I was sitting there thinking what justice it would be if that was her dad's head. <laughs> To bite her twice. Like, I mean, yeah, he killed yeah. her once already. <laughs> he killed her. Yeah, Ma- uh, Madison took care of him. Um, but she leaves it to Dwight and Sherry as to what to do because we find out that Finch is really sick. Like he's not. He's clearly not going to die. Make it. This so guy, right? What? He hasn't he died. died yet. He hasn't oh, okay. died yet. No, die. no, no, no. He's got to die. All right. No, because he's the one that says nobody should feel what he does. Yeah, got it. Um, and then June stabs the head on the stick. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, and then Ben busts in to see her and, um, and uh, June, what what does she say? Like, if, if, if you want to do, you do it, I'm, I'm not going to, or something like that. Like, if you want to end her, you you could, you go ahead. Yeah. Something like that. I, it's been a minute and I just have mercy given to my notes. (laughs) Yeah. Or it was I can do it, or I can leave you to do it, or I yeah. I, and then says after you bury things. her, find somewhere else to be. Like yeah. basically, you're you, you take care of your sister, and then and then you know go you know go play Padre at somebody else's backyard, Bucko. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna suggest some online counseling, some telehealth. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, at this point, Mo and Morgan, um, Morgan tells her about Ale- about the Alexandrians and how there's a there's a you know, he needs basically about Rick and that he's the one that saved him originally and, you know, told him not to give up. And he needs he wants to go back and find him and, fi- you know, and find out where he's at. As I believe his, Morgan, exact lines, his exact lines are something along the lines like, look, Mo, we've been doing this a while here and I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to listen to, to Richard Chubtoad Sheldon and walk back to the place I came from, a place of yes. shelter, a place yes. where I could easily go because I knew it was there all along that I chose not to go to. I'm doing it because Rich said so. Exactly. <laughs> um, now, I'm just and maybe I'm remembering wrong, but didn't at some point post Rick 
disappearing, dying, whatever they think. Uh-huh. I thought that they ran into Morgan somewhere. Somebody did no, from no. that group. No, no, no. Morgan's been no. out. He's yeah. He, once he left, he once was, he left, he, once he talked to what's her face on the heapsters, he 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 peaced out. Yeah. yeah he said, he, said, no, he would, said, "No, send no ravens after me. I don't want to hear any updates." On any <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking not back there, but some. I, I don't know. I oh, yeah, he, he, he's not on the he's not on the Walking Dead bulletin boards. So he doesn't yeah, get any updates because Dwight showed up. Or Dwight was still there when Rick, quote unquote. Well, Dwight, I don't think Dwight's in the know on all of this stuff either. No. Yeah. And and he's not exa- he's not making putting. Yeah. No. I, yeah. They're all Morgan's unaware of what's happened with Rick. Yes. That's the bottom line. Okay. Um. So we cut back to Sherry and Dwight, and they're burying Finch. So yeah, he he did he did not make it, and and this is the next part where I'm just like. This is so dumb. Okay. Returns of the marriage story. Yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm just going to leave because me and you, like, we're not meant to be together. Every time we're together, bad things happen. And like, it's just terrible. And I'm just. I... What they have gone through in losing and finding each other over the past 20 years and all this other nonsense. And this is how it's just. Yeah. Okay. Bye. It's such a baffling choice to be like. It seems oh, like such a, a waste. Like, like, why did we care about them for? I mean, and this is I, like, I mean, it's, it's I like get they had eight years together too, or like because they had the kid, but the kid was with Padre, and they still stayed right. together. And they're talking about like every time we get together, something terrible. It's like you guys were fine for a good long while there. Like it wasn't I mean, like you they had, didn't get and you didn't have each your other kid. often. They did. They were kept separate, but they did sneak and see each other. But so. yeah, but they so okay because they would go up to that repeater cabin with Jim. Okay, I'm going to partially speak about something I know nothing about, but uh-huh. I do know that there is a thing when parents lose a child that many times they they end up divorced. Like that's sure. just the thing that that happens. Yeah, I don't I don't have any personal experience with that. I don't have any direct knowledge of that. I just know that it's 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 something that happens. I was going to say that this feels like that they were playing into that that trope, sure, but. Sure. Let, let Russ, let Russ it's usually not when they're burying the kid. <laughs> yes, let, let Russ finish this up. No, if they if if they had been with this child throughout all of this time, directly raising him around him and then together as a family, I could maybe see it a little more. But again, these things tend to happen over time. The fact well, that Dwight was with him every day as Red Kite training him. So he got to see him all the time. He just didn't know he was his dad. Yeah, but what, I, what I'm what I'm saying is they they didn't they didn't go on as a as a family, right? But so, I'm saying he had a bond there with his kid. It just wasn't necessarily parent. No, no. What I'm saying though is the three of them did not live as a family unit where. They were tight and close knit. And then this tragedy happens and then it drives a wedge between the husband and the wife. Yeah. As if for like the, the last country. week or so, they've been living as a family. <laughs> sure. As you know, the, the idea and it's a cliche, but it's like, I can't look at you without seeing him. And that's just wouldn't be the case based off of their living arrangements. Right. Like, so so yeah. it's like, yeah, at, at the end of all of this kid dead, Padre basically dissolved. But he's like, by the way. Here are the papers. <laughs> We're getting divorced, baby. <laughs> like, this is it. <laughs> like, 
this is somehow we've reached the end of our run. Uh, yeah and again if if they cut to like i don't know six months later or something i would be like okay you know i i get it like or or showed any drama between them whatsoever yeah it's the fact that they did that right as they buried the kid it Uh just i don't know i don't know but i mean then on the other hand when they're done burying the kid it's what what do they do now so I, I I just I guess I have to wonder like will we have like a time jump before we get to the next half of this season or something because it's like is there some interesting story I need to see involving them separate again like what's gonna happen here Yeah I just again like, I, I, I magical subplots gonna form where it's like oh finally the Dwight and oh, his own tales and the Shelley and her I have a feeling Dwight's heading back to Alexandria at some point. To do what? Be on the Walking Dead show that doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I think he's going to head back east. The well, only reason pop- he came west was because he was searching for Sherry. Okay, well, maybe maybe it'll pop up on Dead City. Hey, Negan, I heard you're looking for the curl at. I swung into town. Yeah, to, <laughs> help, to help. Give you, lend you a hand. Here to help and give you a talking to about that time you burned my face because we're still at enemies. Not, maybe yeah. not as big of enemies as you and Maggie over here, but we're still enemies too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I again I just I, I don't I don't what would it have and again, maybe they maybe they dive into this more in the second half of the I season hope. or something like that. I hope but so. This if this is the last we see of Dwight and Sherry, then I don't understand this narrative choice. Like I no. they could have just as easily kept them together and it would have made more sense to me just just based on what he went through to get to her and how they went. I don't know. Again, or if I, they're going to split them up for storytelling down the road, just split them up. Then split them you know, down the road. Like you said, Russ be like, Oh yeah, me and Sherry didn't work out or, you know, whatever. And that's it. It just felt so stupid and cheap. Just to be happen where it show did. That's, that's ending on so much like hopefulness. And it's like, by the way, these two got divorced. Yeah. 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 This is, we only have so many episodes in the season. We're going to pack as much as we can into, and this is how we're going to end this storyline. Our relationship got into, caught in a big pile of quicksand. So I guess that's it for us. All right. Um, So to kind of round it out, Madison says, look, she's going to stick around they're going to go find all the, the instant and but basically we're not going to do Padre like we talked about. We're not going to go resettle all over the place. We're going to we're going to rebuild it here. We're going to find all these kids, find all these uh, all these parents, try and reunite the ones that we can and and rebuild make um, it the Padre that your fuck that that Krennic intended to make all along. That's that's right. That's right. Um, so we cut back to Morgan. So he buried Grace. So he took them back to the to to his old house, right? Because yeah, he buried so, Grace near his wife and his son, yeah. right? No, I thought it was. I thought he took them to Eastman's. Was in East where Eastman was. Well, he made a point of saying like, "Watch over her," like he was talking to his wife and his son. Like, no, uh, he was talking to Eastman. It shows it on screen. You can see oh, his name. It? On oh, it. you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it is Eastman. And, and okay. if right. I remember right, he was in Virginia, and so they carried Grace's body all the way back to Virginia. Yeah, but it was South Virginia, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
No, he's in Georgia. I'm looking. I'm looking up on the wiki now. He was in Georgia. Was he? Okay. okay. Yeah, he was in I Atlanta. was thinking he was in Virginia for some reason. That's a long way. Like he has to pass through not one but two Carolinas to get there. So yeah, it's fine. He's he was in, gotcha. he was in Georgia. And of course, he's training Mo with the staff, which again makes sense given yep. given where they are. You got a new stick and everything. You see her in the yeah. background using it. It's like, oh, that's yeah. cute. I thought that. I, it is. It's, I, I meant. I meant that. I didn't mean that. Sounds sarcastic. No, 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 no. I didn't take it that way. No, no, no. I thought this was a a, a good bit. Um, and then of course we get Morgan on the radio saying, you know, this message is for Rick Grimes. I'm gonna, you know, broadcast every morning. I'll leave the radio on for a few, few, a little bit, and then you know, we're, we've seen this kind of thing play out. Well, it was full like circle this. because I, that's I, what Rick did when he was first searching for Morgan. Yeah. Right. I'll say it like as much as I was completely unaware of this was the last Morgan episode, I did like this bit quite a bit. I did it. Yes. Mainly because I didn't think that this show would be like, let's talk about Rick all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, that's neat. That's a neat like yeah. way to go to offer a sense of finality since we're coming to the end of fear and everything. Yeah. By I the think way, it's awesome how 20 years later, batteries are still powerful enough. Hey, to- they're driving around in cars because gas is always good. So shut <laughs> up, <Yeah>. Rich. <laughs> well, and that diesel ship, you know. By by the way, to back way up to the grave stuff, when they buried the Finch, when 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 Dwight and Sherry were burying Finch, that was the shallowest grave. <laughs> like, I know, right? Like they, it looks like they barely, it looks like they just put dirt on top of him as opposed to actually it, digging a hole. It so also like, what, looks like they buried him in the middle of a path. Yeah, that's the other thing. So I was like, what, is that? <laughs> what, what grave is this? Like this kid is gonna be like eaten by zombie raccoons or something? Like in no time. <laughs> It's just such a poor job. Like, this is your child. This is the best you could do. You're in Swampland. It does half the work for you. Yes. Craig was buried. He was still alive. <laughs> uh, all right. Then we get Madison on the radio. Kind of this giving episode kept going, guys. Like, I kept yeah, thinking, I know. Like, this are is we like, done? Like, like, this is a lot of Return endings, of the so. King ending here. Yeah. Um, we get Madison on the radio giving her spiel about the new Padre and what its purpose is and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we get this little stinger. Uh-huh. Okay, Rich, you mentioned something earlier. Did you guys think that this was Alicia picking up her arm and then walking off? Like, no, yes. that would, that'd be dumb. This is what I thought of is because recently there were these rumors about her possibly returning. I'm, I'm done with rumors and behind but, the scenes. But whatever. I don't care. But like, here, I hope the show here's helps. the thing. That's supposed to be Troy. I don't know how people have connected that, but it's been confirmed that people are correct that that is Troy Otto, except for that is the most feminine hands that I've ever seen. Well, so that's the thing, because I figured if we're going to end this episode, I figured, okay, Strand hasn't been here at all. It would make sense to end on Strand in some way. And that's then it's like, what I well, thought it would be. And then, it, and then it's like, here's a white person. I'm like, okay, so it's not Strand. And then I'm also like, this looks like a female hand. Okay, it's not, it's not Strand at all. And, and then it's like, it's picking up stuff, including Strand's sunglasses, I believe. Um, and so I was just thinking, I don't know who this would be at this point, but it's, I don't think it's Alicia. Like, she's, she's dead. <laughs> like, she's gone from this world. Like, they've made it up. She's on other TV shows at this point. Like, there's no world where Alicia's here anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but there might be, maybe there is, and maybe she makes a cameo. Who knows? I mean, apparently, whoever that is, if that is Troy, Troy found her arm. Well, I'm reading the wiki right now, and it says that she picks up, uh, she writes down coordinates, she packs a bag with Victor Strand sunglasses, 
a hammer that looks identical to the one Madison killed Troy Otto with, and what appears to be, I don't know what appears, it obviously is, Alicia's prosthetic arm. Right. You know, you know who I thought it was if it wasn't Alicia? Huh. I thought Was it was Al. Al? Oh, Al! Al. So, like, I that forgot would make all sense. about Al. That makes so much sense. That would, that would make sense to me. Al. It's got to be Al. Because it was totally a woman. There was no way yeah. that was a dude. That was yeah. a woman. Yeah, that, that was my take. Yeah, that's what I wrote my notes. <laughs> so I thought maybe it was, I, I'm like, okay, either they're bringing Alicia back or it's Al. Yeah, um, Al being a person that's on the show and alive makes a lot more sense to me than I guy from three seasons ago or dead woman. About Al. I completely <laughs> forgot about Al. I need to go back and watch it, but did the person, did, were there fatigues? Was there, I couldn't tell. It looked, it was pretty hidden on purpose. I'll have to go it, back it, and yeah, look. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. But, but it seems like they specifically made it look like it was a female arm reaching and correct, picking up stuff. Correct. Like that, that's what the, stuck out to me. The reason that there's the whole thing about Troy is there was some behind-the-scenes photos that had nothing to do with that, but they saw a set chair that had Troy Otto written on it. Okay, well, this is why I'm not going with behind-the-scenes stuff. Ever. Hold on. For one thing, I don't want to be spoiled on shit that I don't need to know about right and now. And then a couple <laughs> of days later, that actor was seen on that in the set area. And yeah, stuff this is like stuff that. I, I just don't want to know to begin with, unless the unless I don't gets, either. But yeah, that, but you don't even I, tell me, Rich. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying we're trying to guess this end scene. I'm giving context of what I've heard. Yeah, because you've done it already. I'm just saying, in the future, if it's not the show putting it out, it's like you don't need to tell me this. That's stuff. what I'm saying, though. Is <laughs> pr- some producer has confirmed that yes, that's that still, actor no, is. He's involved. saying if it's not on screen if as part of the episode, or if it's not part of like the Walking Dead official socials that's what i'm saying i don't need to hear it like i don't i don't need one twitter yeah. thread or some reddit thread telling me nonsense that's whatever that's its own thing but I, I want the show to tell me what the show wants to tell me well the show wanted to tell me that that could maybe be alicia and i called bullshit so i went and looked it up <laughs> fair that's fair, that's on you that's fair enough that's fine do go do your thing i just i, I don't need it I think I'll, I'll i'll speculate based on what i'm being given as if I care this much about Fear the Walking Dead, but still. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Al I makes certain... the most sense to me, though. That's that's the best yeah. call that, I, that could be made. I, uh, that makes per- uh, I completely forgot about that character, so yeah. Because she's just been gone off screen, so just completely forgot. Well, they're like, yeah, she and her, her, her partner are just like on their own, like, vacation spot at this point, it seems like. Yeah. That was like the end of their yeah. story. They like took a helicopter and got the f*** out of there. Um... <laughs> I don't All know. Right. What they, I don't know what she needs with that. Well, yeah, she's making. No, that'll be it. The the show ends with the documentary that she's been shooting for years. Yes. Right? <laughs> she's using it to to so you could have the slow pan right of over all the yeah things. And it'll be giveaway stuff when they screen it at the Alamo Draft House. There you go. <laughs> all right. So let's just do this real quick. Uh, how many Tobies do we want to rate this episode, Rich? We've been we've been going with you first. You've been very critical. How many Tobies do you give this episode? This one's kind of a hard one to rate because there are things I really liked about it. Yeah. I thought there was a lot about the Morgan story and that I liked. There was a lot that was silly about it, and I really wish was done a little different, but I feel that James really delivered. Um, you know, uh, I mean, to the there was some good camera work in this, and... Um, 
the waking up in the quicksand mud scene uh, made me think of Blazing Saddles. So then I went back and did another millionth watching of Blazing Saddles after watching this. And uh, yeah. So there's just so many things that were I liked about it. And then there are so many just stupid things. The Shrike thing with her father and the whole thing with Sherry and Dwight and the sudden, you know, shotgun divorce that they had. And I don't know. I just I, I'm going to give it three. And that's because I'm just averaging out between a one and a five because it could be a one. It could be a five. So it's a three. And that's gracious. Aaron, I'm at a three as well, um, because I agree. Like, I I think this episode is kind of all over the place. Um, I've been trying to give it a lot of benefit of the doubt throughout the season, even though there's like rough spots here and there. I do. I do think like the ideas in place where compelling enough where i'm like well i, I want to watch this i want to see where it goes but like this episode it it basically took a big swing as far as using that whole um red screen stuff and while i admire the attempt it just wasn't really working for me and yes and on top of that you have a couple of scenes where just like okay we need to like get to the point here and like thankfully you have good actors at the center of them that helped but still for a story that was already kind of messy it's like this is we're wrapping this up, I guess, but this, this is not this is not peak Fear of the Walking Dead. So, still good stuff in there. Three sounds good to me. Russ, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna give this one a two. I oh okay, you're down. Yeah, <laughs> just no, no thank you. I I did. <laughs> there was just too much in this episode that just really was I it really bugged me. Um, I, I think too this being Morgan Swan song really depressed me. Um, although I think I think the the bits at the end were some of the best of the episode. I just don't think anything else in this episode really worked. There were just too many crazy logical disconnects for me. And then the whole the whole seeing red thing just didn't just didn't work. Just the, mm-hmm. the conceit of it just didn't didn't work for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is probably this is I to me, this is like one of the worst episodes of the show. <laughs> like, OK, all right. I just really, really was not pleased with it. <laughs> Well, nothing like a divorce story at the end of it to really exactly. hammer it home for you. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's what we thought. What did the Facebook group have to say? Well, we got a couple of reviews over here on the old Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast, where you can all uh, join in and join in on uh, providing your own thoughts on the episodes at hand. And uh, yeah, for all I see is red, we had a couple. It One from Kevin Barry. He writes, three, I am still holding out that Madison and Toby will reunite in the final half of the season out of five. Uh, this episode was fun at times, and I enjoyed Morgan seeing red scenes. I'm interested to see how the second half sets up ri- the the Rick and Michonne series. I think Kevin's in my spot as far as being like, nope, I, I don't think that's actually going to happen on this yeah, show. Spoiler, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, plenty of moments I did not like, but I was entertained, and that's all I want. Edit, I did not... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Edit, I did not realize this was the final Morgan episode. I guess the second half will not set up anything for Rick. See, Kevin and I... <laughs> We, we get it. We're just like blindsided by this fact as we're going through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tammy, right? Tammy writes, uh, Tammy Heisley writes, where do I begin? This episode was all over the place and the editing was horrendous. However, it is definitely not the worst episode of the season. Sierra and I have never been so happy to see someone get attacked by a walker. When we saw that Padre girl's dad coming out of the water and we kept yelling, bite her, bite her. Our neighbors probably thought we were nuts. 
I hated what they did to Sherry and Dwight. No, I did not just sit here through two different shows in numerous seasons waiting for them to be reunited just for them to break up. I really liked Morgan's final scenes, especially his message for Rick. I thought the full circle moment was a nice send off. Tammy's really on page with us right now. <laughs> I also like that it appears we may be focusing more on Madison and the core characters for the final six episodes. I'm hoping they end the show with the season three vibe. Season three is still my favorite season. And the fact that they were fired, they fired the showrunner after his best work always amazes me. But I'm starting to ramble now. So here I'll end with this. Sierra and I both do this episode 3.5 Tobies. Well, thank you for that well-rounded response as far as what you go, what's going on with this episode. Yes. Um, so, yeah, those are the Toby ratings for All I See Is Red. All right. Okay, so we, guys. <laughs> we're here now. We, we're moving on. We, we're moving yes. from this show. We're getting to the next one. Walking Dead, Dead City. Season one, episode one. Episode old, one. Old Acquaintances. Um. So we start. So I guess we could just talk about some just kind of general thought setup kind of stuff here. Um, I'm really digging this show. Uh, I like the vibe that it's setting up. I like the look of it. It's very gritty. I like the world building stuff that they're doing in this in this show. That has been nice to kind of get some actual world building as to what's going on around there we get we get some in this episode we get we get a little bit more in the next episode um i really get the one of the things that i like is we're starting to get the feeling that the world is actually i don't want to say going back to normal but the world is going back to more normalcy where we have you know settlements and you know like I mean, we'll see in this episode, like lights and pilliards and stuff like, yeah. And there's like a bar and people going to the bar and, you know, just like things, things seem to be more happening like, like previous rather than just, um, you know, the, the assumption that we're, we're getting this, they're fleshing things out that, that there's, there's more to this world. And again, we've talked about it before, just in the promo stuff and in the trailer, but again, a very escape from New York vibes, uh, in this whole show, just, yeah. just as, as the, as these first two episodes come in, I, I very much feel like, uh, a lot of, a lot of odes to, to John Carpenter and a lot of, a lot of odes to escape from New York, just in the way things are kind of uh, playing Question. out. I, I, I'm going to go back and rewatch the first episode cause I've only seen it once. And, um, I just didn't couldn't tell. I want to go back and look when Maggie is first looking across the Hudson. And that there's a parade of things going down. Were those walkers or was that an armed? Okay, I wasn't I thought it was walkers. But then for a minute, I was like, man, they're almost in a formation. I'm like, are they like this group of the. You know that that has her kid or whatever. I don't was know. it was it um oh fuck was it uh, Isaac Hayes leading a <laughs> leading a late not late night parade down the street? It wasn't the Duke leading uh, <laughs> leading his people. Um, no, that was that was yeah, it was just Walkers. Yeah. I was gonna say it couldn't be Isaac Hayes, but then again, it could be Isaac Hayes. <laughs> you know what are you talking about? In this age? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. I mean, uh, as far as that, what you're saying, as far as the stuff you're liking and what have you, I agree. Uh, as mm-hmm. far as the general aesthetic of the show, like it's not wildly different from Walking Dead as far as we know it, but I do think no. there's a choice being made as far as what to emphasize and bringing that to an urban environment. I think it's working well enough in the, we'll talk about both episodes, but in the first episode, I think it does. Mm-hmm. A, it, just, from a pure like style standpoint, I think it's doing enough to be like, it's its own show while still existing in this universe. I'm just curious if, um, and we'll probably learn this, is in the time between um, the end of the main show and this show, did the CRM fall? Because you would think that, because weren't the CRM in upstate New York? Um, Well, the one outfit was, I don't, I don't know that. Because I'm just saying this. What are these marshals? What were they? What's their group called? The, the, the Babylon. New, New, the Babylon. New Babylon. Ba- New Babylon. Yeah. It's not CRM branded. So I'm just kind of curious as to, you know. Well, I mean, we've seen other settlements that aren't CRM. I mean. Yeah. I'm I mean, just saying have, that close proximity to have this big of a setup. I'm just saying. I I'm curious I what the history might be there. So. Yeah, I mean that's just you know if the show wants to get more into that, it'll get more into that. That's that's my take on it. Like CRM is its own yeah. kind of. Th- I mean, clearly there's some kind of interconnected thing going on with these series as a whole. So whatever yeah. they want, I I assume that there's some kind of Walking Dead Bible that lays all this stuff out. But yeah. for right now, it's like eh, all right. There's but there's yeah. New Babylon Police. There's CRM in upstate New York. There's the Commonwealth out in whatever Illinois, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> um, like it, yeah, there's there's stuff all over the place. All different kinds of groups. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll get into it. So, yeah, this episode starts with Maggie looking across the the water that we kind of see this view of New York where there's like vines on every again. I didn't expect them to go too crazy with this. You know, yeah. they don't have uh, last of us money for the show. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, again, you kind of take it with a grain, but I think they did a good I job. I thought of it looked good. <clears throat> yeah i mean uh, yeah you know. I, again given given what they're working with i, th- I think it, it had a pretty good look to it um we see this massive light line of walkers that are kind of you know walking along the coast um and maggie's kind of watching it and has this this map with her um a walker comes up to her and she just loses it and just just totally smashes this thing's uh skull in she's she handed her some uh, peanut butter because she made a lot of jelly Yes, yes. And then we get the opening credits, which, again, this has more of a, you know, we've seen where on fear, it's just, yeah, it's kind of like a, like a stinger more than it is a, like a credits. And um, even, you know, kind of World Beyond didn't really have. have well, anything. if you listen closely, it's the main show theme and it's put into a different time signature. And then there's some electronic over it. <clears throat> It is a cool look. I mean, it's it's again yeah. kind of this this gritty animated urban look to it. As much as like when we look at the main show, it kind of had that, especially towards you know the latter seasons where it had that animated more country setting, um, um, you know, with the with the bird and the tree and and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But so, now I gotta wonder if it was made by AI or not. So I don't know. Uh, oh, <laughs> we gotta worry. Well, about that's this. I was looking up right now to see who was the in the art department on this episode um 
so then we jump b- after the the open there. Maggie's in a bar. Um, she she pulls up in her jeep. Yes, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's just a dr- uh, classic drive up scene. And, I, and for a second, I was like, "Wait, are we in the past?" Uh, yes, I did <laughs> the same thing. Like, it was so yeah. like, "Oh, this is just how it is now." Okay. Yeah. Um, she talks to this bartender and uh, says he, he uh, somebody that does groaner work. So again kind of uh, in with the show, different regions of the country have different words for what they call walkers. They call them groaners over here, which again, I always like when we see where regional, you know, areas come up with their own, you know, terminology for things. So I thought that was pretty cool that yet we got, we got yet another, another way to refer to, to the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, she sneaks into one. of So this is like a bar hotel kind of thing, like one of those motels with like a little bar attached to it. Um, she goes, sneaks into one of the rooms. Two guys take her back to the bar. Um, and Michelle Hurd is is the, kind of the main character. I did not expect her to be dispatched uh, quite as e- as as uh, quickly as as she was. Um, Show's not uh, messing around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, you t- that you're talking about uh, what's your name from? uh Picard. Picard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they think she's a spy. I, I thought it was interesting that they saved on wardrobe and she wore the same thing from season three of Picard. So. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, Maggie stabs her in the hand, kind of breaks free. It, we get this glimpse of Negan with a girl and then runs out. Um, so right away I thought, oh, OK, this is this is Negan's daughter, right? Like something must have happened to his was, wife that was my take for sure by the way when neek when they show negan popping up and he's like <gasps> it made me think of like john candy and planes trains and automobiles when he first shows him in the cab and it's like um so anyway maggie goes after the, the girl gets over the car drops uh, Chekhov's map there um and then we see negan running with the girl and um, they, she catches up to Negan. Um, she she pulls out this wanted poster. The new Babylon marshals are looking for Negan. So whatever Negan's been up to in these last fifteen years, um, he's he's gotten himself into into trouble once again. Um, I, I get like I I feel like we still have more to delve into as for what, but I, I was concer- I was curious if it was like yeah something since in the time since we've last seen Negan or if like past crimes for he's like being pulled up maybe. For. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know yet exactly, but I was certainly like, oh, man, this guy can't get a break. <laughs> like, no. And Maggie asked him. police are after him now. Yeah. And Maggie asked him about Annie and his and his kid. And, ne- nothing, and Negan right? doesn't really respond. So yeah. this is where it starts to become clear that, OK, Something either that kid is still his or it's not. And like like his wife and his kid are dead or they left them or something like again. So they're setting up this mystery of like, what's what's up with Negan? Like, yeah, we got a, we got an arc to work with. Yeah. Um, so as far as our New York skyline, Jana Patterson is either a great, uh, digital artist or a good programmer with chat or with AI. So that's, I'm going to say the, the former and not the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Maggie tells Negan what's been going on, that she was this this group showed up, um, raided them, stole all their grain. Um, 
it was, like it was a real uh, seven samurai bugs life situation yes they took their crops <laughs> and they said they're gonna come back every other spring <laughs> to keep yes. doing it unless we recruit a ragtag group to help us yes but it was like over time, right? So she's like, yeah, they came and they did this one month. Then they came back 30 days later. And then they took all the grain and then they came back and then they, they took Herschel. Um, and yeah, she tracked them. Like, what is, the this, what is this guy? Uh, Akira Kurosawa fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see his Criterion collection. <laughs> he just makes more non sequiturs about Grand Illusion. Whatever the <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck else. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she tracked this group to to Manhattan, um, and uh, as this uh, girl was kind of bandaging him up, um, uh, but she says that the the Croat is the one that took somebody named the Croat took Herschel, and like Negan doesn't know what she you know, makes like I don't know what he's talking about, and then she's like yeah when uh, he you know he surrounded us he did the and she does the 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 whistle. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, that Croat, <laughs> like, because <laughs> um, it was the whistle that Negan did, you know, yeah. when he would show up. It was the saviors, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still sitting there being like, who names himself the anything? That's just pretentious. But all right, yes. fine. The Croat, whatever, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the chub toad. Are you yes. now? Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone calling you the chub toad? Absolutely, yeah. Actually. Okay, good. Good for you. I'm glad you made it work. <laughs> um, Just like you are the Aaron's PS4 or I, five I, or eight or whatever it is now. No one, no one is going to. I, I reject anyone that puts an article in front of this. <laughs> <laughs> Conjunctions are nothing. That's what I say. And right. Aaron's PS4. <laughs> Um, he asks about the hilltop um, and says she'll, she'll put the girl up and see how see how it goes. Um, and they 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 go and take off. Um, there's an interesting thing with with Negan and the girl in the back of the truck. And he sees Negan kind of acting decent to her and she closes the window so she doesn't have to hear it. So yeah. I kind of took that as like. Maggie still has her preconceived notion about Negan and who he is and doesn't want like, it's like, no, I can't fall into this trap where I think this man is a decent person. I also get the feeling that he has built up another negative reputation in these past few years, just based on what these marshals are going on about. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know enough. I'm waiting to hear. And I'm assuming something negative happened with his wife and kid. Like, yes, just based on the fact that they're not together. I just assumed that. But like, I, don't, I just don't know what to expect as far as why at the with that being said, the 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 issue I have, like for an episode, that I think is pretty good overall. The issue I have is something that kind of comes with the territory where if, like you're making a new show that has to focus on these two specific characters. I could understand that. Yes, you'd have to like kind of swing them back to a certain dynamic that they had at one point. So you can kind of refresh the audience on what their dynamic is, but it's a lot to watch Maggie be like so aggressively angry at Negan after like having a whole 
you know, three parts of a season deal with her exact thoughts on Negan and like how they evolve as a relationship goes. Well, uh, yeah, I agree. It, I agree. It was an, with, it, it, I, again, I get that it's, it's somewhat required, but it's also like, we did a lot of work to like get these characters past all this. It's like, I don't want to go back to this again. It's like, okay. Yeah, I, I agree. And I thought the same thing, but also I can excuse it a little bit because she's got that pain of what he did to Glenn always there. And then now, you know, somebody that, used his old M.O., showed up and just took her kid. She's already heightened to that point. So that anger, I get it coming out. I really thought her taking a knife to his throat was a bit over the top, though. But like, yeah, and like, and you know, it's the first episode. I feel like part of that's just required for a show like this. I do think that as it goes on, I expect it to obviously have to evolve because that's just how shows work. Um. It's and I doubt like, there are many, but there are probably also people that they've not seen the other show. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I like so, I, that's why I'm giving it a benefit of the doubt as yeah. far as it has to compensate for the fact that, yes, not everybody necessarily watched all of Walking Dead. So we have to make it accessible. And this is obviously a unique way to do so. I assume, yeah, further episodes will show how things change or what have you. And again, I like this episode overall. It's just more of, you know. As a as a group of guys that are doing this podcast, and we very much know what happened between Negan and Maggie, I'm just thinking, okay, so we're like back to beginning yeah. of season seven again, and it's not the most pleasant when that the main complaint I had for that part of the season was this is getting redundant. <laughs> like we need to yeah. move this along. A lot of people jump ship after Andy Lincoln left the show, and so if they're just coming back into this, their last thing of Maggie and Negan was. They were around for the whole somewhat getting along period. So. Sure. So they drive up to what the entrance in New Babylon is, and there's like two people hanged uh, outside the front uh, there. Um, they end up stopping at one point. Maggie sends up a flare. Um, I'm, you know, to signal her people. Um, and then she tells Negan that they're not at the hilltop anymore. It's basically the same people, but she said we had to leave it behind after you burned it down. So that was when the beta alpha. Yeah. That goes back to the whispers, right? When he was, yeah, yeah, he did his thing. So, yeah, I don't know what was, what the thought was like, you you know, it's gone, right? Like, I don't don't know. Maybe he was assuming they rebuilt it or I don't know, but yeah. Um, to be fair, I also didn't remember like where things ended with Maggie. I thought she was just back in Alexandria, but I guess you know not. So, um, well, when they last saw each other, it was at the Commonwealth, right? I thought it was in Alexandria. Was, it was in Alexandria. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I just figured she'd stay there since you know they burned her house down. <laughs> but yeah. then again, she was gone anyway. She was somewhere else, right? With the whatever people or no, that place fucked up too. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That, that, that's why they have like, uh, what's his face? Ezekiel and the other guys. Cause they're right. like other, the like the, what was it? Like the ravagers. It's not ravagers. That's guardians. The, the other, the other people, <laughs> the, the military commando guys, they like yes. destroyed their place. Yeah. I don't know where Maggie is guys. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, I got the impression that she was done with all them anyway, that she was like, after yeah. the hilltop went down, you could tell, and half of everybody went to the Commonwealth and the other half kind of rebuilt Alexandria. Uh-huh. I, I always got the impression that she was kind of checked out of that as well. So that's this, this just kind of that's your home. That. <laughs> you can't just leave your home. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But then Negan talks about the the girl. So this is when we get confirmation that it's not his daughter. He said he was on a farm working. Um, Marshall showed up to to round up a bunch of people. Um, he went to scoot when the marshal showed up and the kid asked to go with. Um, turns out that her dad took off on her when because she she also doesn't talk. So she's she's Jenny she's not speaking. is her name. Yeah. yeah Je- yes. Um. Yeah, it's one of those mute characters we got to deal with now. Yes. Her dad (laughs) took off on her. She found him. He turned and he wasn't killed by walkers. He was killed by people. Um, So at this point, Maggie's uh, people show up and the the, they take Jenny. Um, So now we get the whole. It was weird weird when she was in the truck. Or no, when she got to, how did this joke go? <laughs> it's weird when she got to wherever the hell and she wrote in the dirt. They mostly come out at night, mostly. Mostly. <laughs> and then they cleaned her up in the shower. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> necessary joke. Okay, continue. <laughs> yes. Um, the marshals come to the bar. They're looking for Negan. They say he murdered a magistrate. Um, and then we, this is <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> yes, what? exactly. Like, okay. With what, his crown? What happened here? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he tells the story of Negan, like, oh, you know, again, more for like, it just seems odd. Like he would pick this one story to tell about Negan that happened like 20 years ago. But, um, but again, in the context of if somebody isn't as familiar with the show, like this is, uh, this is to kind of get everybody acquainted and it just retells the, the Negan and Glenn story and how that all came about. Um, the Michelle Hurd character says she hasn't seen him. And so they quickly take her out to the fence um, and put her, put her up against the fence to be attacked. Um, she gives up the goods, you know, once she realizes, you know, they're going to literally feed her to a bunch of walkers. Um, and then they do it. For old, old Pearly. What's the name? Pearly Jackson. No, Pearly. Pearly Armstrong. Pearly Armstrong. That's not. I was thinking Percy Jackson because I'm stupid. Pearly Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> not enough for him because he's not. A, not only does he like throw her to the walkers, he's like, let me read you specific numbers and code letters and everything. Like Judge Dread shit right here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Judge Dread. Yes. <laughs> Aiding and abetting, and then he lets her get eaten. So yeah. it's just like you know, okay, yeah, you told, but you also aided and abetted them, so you're you're done. This is what I'm talking um, about with this kind of this is why this is why I like the Maggie thing kind of bugs where it's like I like these characters are clearly going to like be opened up and developed more as the series goes along because that's how TV works. But it's like this is the most extreme version of all of these characters. So, like, yes. the, so like, like seeing this guy, I'm thinking who later on admits like I have a family, I got three kids. And it's like this guy's not going to be this aggressive the whole show. So it's like watching like this heightened version of them. It's like. All right, TV show. I get it. You want to impress everybody on the first episode. Cool. But I, I'm just not buying into some of the bravado that's going on. Well, between I him got the impression and... that the magistrate that supposedly Negan killed was like he was close with them, like a friend or a relative. I got that impression. Could be. Could be. Yeah. It's but he's still a guy that is like brutally murdered a bartender for 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 having a guy show up at her place and be like, I guess you're here now. Like this. Like, what did she really do? I deserve that kind of death. <laughs> I don't I don't think Negan walked in. It's like, guess what? I killed a magistrate. You're going to hide me. Yes, I'm going to hide you. I love hiding people. Like, I don't think that was the, the thing that happened. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, well, and that and all of her stuff behind the backs of Sector 31 and all that. <laughs> stuff, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the magistrate or the marshal f- finds the map that that uh, Maggie dropped earlier and sees that the torn, the, the missing page, he looks it up in the, in the index is Manhattan. I like the shoe leather here. Like getting, yeah. getting him to that point. It's like, ah, oh, he used the index <laughs> to find out where she was going. Yes. They very clearly uh, show all that. One writer was very happy that they came up with that for the show. Yes. Yes. Um, so of course now we get the flashback to, you know, the marshals mentioned it. Now we get the actual flashback to it happening. So we see the footage from the show where Negan kills Glenn. And of course, Maggie's just having a dream and wakes up. Um, and it sucks to watch, by the way. It's like, yeah, I yeah. know, right? <laughs> it <just> sucks <laughs> watching this. Brutal. Um, they have a little bit of back and forth between Negan and, and Maggie about killing each other. And Negan's like, look, I paid for for what i've done like it's been it's been long enough like enough with the i killed your husband bit you know he's like look i've 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 paid for all that um uh and negan tries to tell tell you know talks to maggie like negan asked her how many husbands and fathers have you killed like Uh that was uh that was pretty that was pretty cool like he's Again, throwing back on her, like, look, when the chips are down, like we've all done awful stuff, and yeah. you, your stuff is awful too. You know, basically, don't judge me. Like, yes, in that moment, I did something terrible, um, and beyond the pale. But you've done some some pretty awful stuff too. I don't think she's ever reveled in it, though. No, no <laughs> like but, he has. But yes, yeah, then, I no, guess, no, 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 no. I and get they, his point. Yeah, right. And they they address that in the next episode too, but. Uh, I love when they're headed into Manhattan and he looks up. And he's like, "Fuck me!" It's just like, uh, but the, but we get a great a great shot of the a city street at, at night when they they finally get in there. Like it's you know they they kind of give this view down the street at night. There's Again, a lot of cool like stuff here. Like when they're first rolling in, when all the bodies are in the water. Yes, that's cool. Like that's yes. that's fun stuff. Yeah. This is where we really get into like the escape from New York stuff, like the abandoned yeah. city and just the way that, the, yeah. the you know, that we get these these abandoned views. An Ernest um, Ford 9 poster that says hope on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that was a thing. <laughs> um, so the marshal at this point tries to run. Negan goes to the, the, one of the marshals. The, I, I, I guess I missed this part. They they get the boat by they sneak up on the marshal and kind of oh, whack yeah. him over over the head and they steal his boat and that's how they yeah. they get out of the city. So they've got this marshal, this young kid with them that they're taking. Um, this guy so, who who uh, like on the back of his shirt says, "I'm gonna die in the next twenty minutes." Yeah, I think that's what it's wearing a, a red marshal. I, and uh, and uh, I kind of foresaw that, but at the same time, I had this inkling: what if they're gonna like have this character like you know glum onto them? in the city and he ends up being part of it. No, he's dead. Yeah. The way they did it, it's just like, yeah, it, it is like, you know, it's coming, but when it happened, I was like, damn, it's like, okay. Um, well, yeah, after the, like the 14, like clumsy, whoops, look what I did moves that he pulls. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. This guy's got to yeah. die. <laughs> um, I literally put I made my notes at one point. Cop kid sucks. <laughs> That's yes. my note. <laughs> yes. Well, um, isn't this his first mission or whatever? Cop kid know. sucks, Rich. Yes, I get it. <laughs> um, so, of course, he tries to run. Negan stops him. They're out in the street. 
all of a sudden, like random bodies just start falling from the sky. And the, I just, I, this I, was uh, so awesome. Bodies the, at the... I, I, uh, I just kept thinking about uh, three amigos and just, <laughs> what is this? Gringos falling from the sky. <laughs> like, so there's just like bodies just left and right, just falling everywhere. And it's, it, it was kind of cool. You know, we've seen the way that walkers are used and, and a threat. And I don't think we've ever seen them being used yeah, as we have human bodies to work with now. So yeah, it's a yeah. Good idea. This is this was pretty cool. Well, at uh, first I thought this was somebody like guiding them off the building to go well, down on them. No, it is it. I just got the impression that they made noise because no, no, had, no, no, no. I I I got the impression they were bombing them with the yeah. Bodies. They were throwing them at them. They, they weren't just yeah. like <laughs> I thought that at first, but I got the impression. No, that's what that, that's why they showed the old lady because they, there's someone specifically like scouting and noticing and being like, okay, let's stick the walkers on. That's why it's going at them. Yeah, I must have missed the old lady. Oh yeah, no, you see the old lady like pop her head in and out, like watching watching from a from the top. Yeah, and also walkers can't hear up there. Like they're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're talking like thirty floors up. Well, I'm just, just saying, clumsy nuts just made a whole bunch of noise, and that's why I thought it was attracting walkers that were up no, there. Yeah, yeah, but but no, they they show the her name is Esther, I believe, in the next episode. Yes. They they show her like popping her head in and like watching them walking through the town. Oh, uh, okay. So like you you get a sense that like there's somebody there's people watching them to begin with that are like specifically trying to you know attack them with with bodies yeah i got that they were being watched i i just didn't get that they were actually being attacked with yeah it was it was a targeted attack (laughs) yes so they find some scaffolding to run under and there's just more bodies just which is the the darkest joke uh well there's two dark there's there's another one coming up with cockroaches but like that was a good as far as like oh yeah there's all this construction in new york let's hire them to the scaffolding (laughs) yeah and you still hear them pelting the damn scaffolding yes yeah they're still trying to get them yeah (laughs) this was pretty cool I, i dug this a lot um so they're able to get away at one point negan spots a trap and stops maggie she's about to to set off a a trap um they hear a bunch of uh walkers or a bunch of music playing um at that point they're definitely thinking like isaac hayes is definitely down the street now (laughs) what else else would this be (laughs) yes um so then they get uh behind a bunch of trash and stuff and it's cockroaches just start flying out of (laughs) out of there and i love that negan's like nope nope (laughs) (laughs) that was the best he's just like no this is not working (laughs) i don't do roaches (laughs) yeah well and there's apparently a cut scene from earlier in the episode where he encounters a cockroach or something and he freaks us so he apparently has something about cockroaches but they they ended up cutting that scene but yeah, it's funny. They're just like, he's like, nope. nope. <laughs> um, so now, uh, now that all of a sudden the gunshots are going off and, and kill all these walkers that are, that are coming after them. And it's the other marshals. Uh, and, uh, they, they end up hiding in a laundrom in like a laundromat, um, or like an actual laundry, not a laundromat, but like, a, yeah. like yeah. an actual laundry. Um, and it's, it's Marshall Pearly Armstrong. And he talks about new Babylon, um, one of the walkers drops on the marshal. Negan good kills name, the walker. I like Curly Arm. That's a good name. After it is 
bird names and Fear the Walking Dead. It's like, this is better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is much better. It's a very martial name, too. It right? is a very like, martial name, but it's very, he's speaking, like, I like, um, what's his face? Um, Gaius Charles. I like what he's doing with this performance so far. Yes. Uh, like, I was into that. Yeah. They, um, they could they could have gone with Matt Dillon, but that's been used. So <laughs> okay. Uh, Negan kills one of the walkers next to the marshal because the, the 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 one of the walkers dropped on him, and then just as they're kind of sorting stuff out, that's when the young marshal gets shot. Just like the one of the one of the marshal shoots him, and it was just like again, it was one of those like you knew he was getting it, but in that instant, like it just was like very just like sh- kind of shocking. Uh, I thought again, well done. Um. Walkers burst in through the door at this point. They Kill end up the killing one of the, the the other marshals. So now now Pearly is last marshal standing. Um, Maggie tries to sneak up on him. Um, he he counters uh, uh, her, and Maggie says, "Look, we need I need him to go f- find my son." And uh, she knocks him out. Well, for, for, for Pearly, for a say he's like, eh, and then he keeps trying to strangle her, and then Maggie knocks yes. him out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Negan and Maggie end up hiding out in a room um, with lights a match so he could see what's going on. And then that woman, when he turns around and sees that woman, she blows out the match. That was creepy as shit. Like that freaked me out. That was cool. Like again, I wasn't expecting a a a jump scare that actually would work. So no, but (laughs) again, to get back to like the Carpenter Escape from New York stuff, like them being in this building and then kind of running into these weird characters. Uh Um, So for her to just kind of like pop up, you got to kind of get a glimpse of her, and then she blows that that match out. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, we got to back up. There's the part where like the I think the yeah the kid. Uh, Marshall gets tackled by a walker before yes. like Negan kills it, and the walker has a rat in its mouth, and the rat oh, like, that out of the so walk- cool. no, Oh, I didn't. Best. Oh, I didn't catch that. I was. That yeah, was I, must have oh, that, I forgot about. Yeah, that yeah, I was, was so my notes. Cool. I, I must it's have like, uh, it's on top of the, it's on top of the kid, and like it's trying to get the kid, and then yeah, the mouth opens, and there's a rat in the mouth that's coming out of the kid. Also, and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. It, it's <laughs> almost like like a Tom and Jerry episode. Jerry comes out of the walker's mouth and waves. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so cool. <laughs> it was a cool gag. Yeah. So at that point, that's the last we see of Negan and Maggie this episode. Um, uh-huh. So, of course, we cut to Herschel and the Croat, who makes his appearance finally in this episode. Herschel's tied up to a chair and the Croat asks him if he met the man who uh, killed his father. And everybody that watched The Walking Dead's like, wait, did that happen? And they were like, oh, yeah, that did happen like that one time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I that thought, was an episode. <laughs> I thought he had spent a little bit of time with him. He did, yeah, but, no, he was but, like, but, but yeah. six like or four but, or something when he was young. But also, we as an audience are like, did that happen? Because there's been a lot of things that happened. Oh yeah, You got to remember that. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. They're in that brick house and like all these things. It was mighty mighty, yeah. and there's all these things happening. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. There was a whole scene where he was like holding a gun on Negan. Yep. Yep. Um, so at this point, somebody comes in and says he got away and then they jump up to the roof, um, with a man who's cut uh, multiple places. And we kind of see that because the crow kind of has that knife that he has there with, um, torture tools. Yeah. It was torture tools with uh, Herschel. Um, so the guy's trying to uh, bleeding, trying to get away. Um, and this is where the first appearance of these zip lines come in. So the guy grabs one of these zip lines to go from building to building 
and the Croat cuts the line and the guy falls down to his death. 20 um, stories. 20 stories. The zipline thing is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who doesn't like a good zipline? Yeah. But just the concept of like, how do we get from building to building without having to go like down 20 flights of stairs, walk over and go back? Like, it's it's, it's like, pretty clever. Yeah. And somebody was like, well, did you see F9? Remember how John Cena was ziplining all over the place <laughs> in that? Well, what if we did that in New York? <laughs> um, that came out after the fall of this universe yeah so. that's why he was like how did you see f9 the last i heard there's only five fast and furious <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're still remembering when dwayne johnson really brought the series back and, and, he, and then he's like well how did you know f standard for fast and furious that's a big jump to go from one letter to the whole series okay <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we end episode one so the question of the hour is, we need a new name. Yeah. So I have I, a thought. I, okay. Yeah. What's your thought? No, you go first. Well, like mine, what? Because it's just too obvious. Because it's like we generally don't do like main characters. But I was thinking Pearlies because I just the, the the name the name works for me. But like, what's your thought? I was well. So Rich, this is I. I won't even call it a spoiler because it doesn't really mean anything. And even if I did it, it, it it's not really spoiler. Okay. But given the second episode, I, I thought about calling them Barazis. That's a good one. I like that. Barazis. Because that, that's like Croat for bro. So, like. Um, I, I, I like that more. That's good. Because, yeah, because I didn't want to be like a name. Is a that name what character. he calls his group? No. That's what, well, you, sort You'll of. find out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like Barazis. Barazis. So is that it? Is that is that. I, I can't agree or disagree because I don't know the reference yet. So I like Barazis. I, I, li- uh, I like where they went with this. All right. It it sounds cool. So, yeah. OK, Barazis. Barazis. All right. So, Aaron, how many Barazis do you give this episode? I give this episode a solid three and a half Barazis. Like I, I'm excited for the show. I like what I saw here. I'm, I want to leave room for like where it could go from here, so that's why I don't want to go necessarily higher. But I certainly don't have any like major complaints. Um, it you know beyond like what I brought up already as far as kind of kind of retroactively turning the characters back in time a bit. Like that's I expected that to a degree, so it's like that's fine, whatever. But like I think for the most part though, this episode delivered. It gave me a version of this show that feels different yet familiar. It gave me cool zombie stuff involving the city of New York. I look forward to seeing if the show embraces more. I hope it does. I hope it embraces more of what it means to be set in an urban environment. And and honestly, like the performances are solid. I, I do think like these characters work here. I, I, I've, you know, I've been on the Jeffrey Dean Morgan as repentant Negan train for a long time now. So like, yeah, more of that. I'm all good with that. So yeah, I'm a, three and a half Barathees. Nice. Rich? Yeah. Um, I I was going to go with four, but I think I'm going to go with what Aaron, his logic of got to give it room to grow. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it three and a half Nate Bergazis. Um, I, I enjoyed almost every aspect of this. I thought it was beautifully shot. The art, you know, like we had mentioned earlier that they did for what New York looks like now is great. Um, good characters. Yeah. Three and a half. I'm going to give this one a four. 
And I okay. think maybe I was just so down from uh, from the fear episode fear. To, to watch <laughs> this one. Um, I think as a, as a first episode, it did a really good job of setting things up. I again, the mood, the atmosphere, the characters, um, there were some, you know, kind of surprises. I think it was well shot. Um, I, I just just I was really, really happy with with this and and, and uh, um, really curious as to where. It's going to go, and I think when we get to the next episode, I think uh, I think some of that will carry through. So that's where I'm at. So. In the grand scheme of television pilots, I would say it's a good almost five. It's a solid pilot for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really good pilot. All right, do we get any Facebook reviews? Uh, yes, we did. One second, let me pull those back up. Okay, yeah, we do have some uh, Facebook reviews for old acquaintances, once again, on our Facebook group page. Uh, we got a few here. Uh, first one is from Mike Jones. He writes, I'm going to give this one four marshals out of five. This felt like The Walking Dead in its first few seasons. I like the change of scenery to the big city. It seems like society has been able to somewhat rebound with working cars, functioning businesses, and some type of law and order. Uh, Zelcho Ivanek, as the Croat, was cool, but kind of hard to understand him. He hasn't aged since Oz. Um, I don't want to, I don't want five more episodes of Negan and Maggie arguing about what he did to Glenn and all that. If they can get out of the way, it could be a fun and solid show. Uh, Kevin Berry chimes in here. He writes four Walker rat combos out of five. I'm already enjoying the city setting for the show. And they quickly did some world building, making me want to know more about life in the city and new Babylon. The Croat already seems like the best villain we've had seen in a while. And there was some great walkers in this episode. And then Tammy writes, Sierra and I both really like this episode. We can't wait to see where the show takes us. We give this one a four. Nice. Yeah, so a lot of positive ratings here. Yeah, good, good. All right, are we ready to move on to episode two? No. No, so. <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to have to drop because I have not seen episode two yet, so. Yeah, all I will right. Ho- holler at you guys uh, later. Excellent. Yep. So we'll make sure and, we get you and Dr. Current back for episode three. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I And uh, I'll give my thoughts on episode two on the Facebook group. Okay. Cool. So, all right, Rich. Later, guys. Later. All okay. right. Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Exactly. Episode two, that's who. <laughs> All right, let's get into it since this has been kind of a marathon episode. So we'll get yeah. right for the goods. Um, so this the episode pretty much picks up right where the last one left off as far as Megan, Maggie and Negan goes. Um, they're kind of chasing after the lady that blew out the match and kind of took their stuff um, and uh, navigating this building. So they get to the point where they're literally climbing up the the side of the building. They get up to the floor where we find out this lady who, who we'll find out to be Esther uh, jumps off. Um, we find these zip lines uh, again that we saw. This is where we find that this is more widespread of a transportation system. They've got set up here uh, than just what we saw in the last episode. Um, Esther uses the zip line quite, quite a spry uh, uh, lady, uh, old Esther city uh, living. Yeah. And uh, so she zip lines across uh and Negan tells Maggie to go, and Maggie's like, "Ah, oh, no, you, uh, no, no, you go first. I like um, the, by the, the old lady, by the way, who is apparently like 
she's into this. Like, this is like her thing. She's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found yeah. some people and I'm going to bring them back with me. Like she yes. she tosses them the zipline thing so they yes. can also use it. And I was sitting here thinking like, OK, she's a fun, goofy girl. That, that's fun. <laughs> yes. Um, so Negan goes across, sends the zipline back. Walkers are on their way. Um, Maggie goes to swing across. Here's a bunch of music. She didn't quite get the push off that she should have. And again, they kind of set it up where she's got not a debilitating fear of heights, but definitely like a fear of heights thing going on. Um, I think anybody ziplining across 30 story buildings is not exactly, you know, who someone that's you know, let alone from the country is like, oh, this is new. <laughs> like, this uh, is yes, my, this is my thing. This, this is the swimming hole <laughs> where I can do this. Yeah. Um, so she kind of doesn't quite get across and she won't let Negan help her. She's like, no, I got it. And she eventually kind of scooches herself, um, gets over real uh, stubborn to, to the yeah. other. Yes. Yeah. Very stubborn. So we get our opening credits. Um, and then once we come back from the, from the titles, uh, we get back to Maggie's community. Uh, we see Ginny. And they say she's from Oceanside. Did yeah. you ca- catch that? I did, because I, I was like, did I miss that last episode? <laughs> and uh, I guess not. I, I think know. that's probably the cover story for her. Just that. To, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed is the school seems focused on life skills. Like, it's not like they're, again, I'm sure they're teaching math and stuff. But I thought it was interesting to talk about, like, today we're going to talk about what stuff you shouldn't randomly eat while you're foraging for yeah. <laughs> stuff yeah. in the in the wild. Um, so they definitely seem to be very focused on life skills and survival and, and yeah, that kind of thing. They're, they're putting econ on hold, I, I assume. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, oh, interesting. Cause I kind of watch it with the subtitles while I'm taking my notes. Um, uh-huh. and the, the lady Esther is speaking in Hebrew. She doesn't speak English. She speaks yeah. Hebrew. Yeah. 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 I, I, I know this. <laughs> so I, was, I, I totally picked up. I was like, yeah, because of, of the languages I expected to hear. Hebrew was not the one I was not thinking like, is she going to be an old Yiddish lady? I'm like, so I was yeah, like, OK, yes. I figured it'd be like, but when you first started kind of mumbling, I was like, it's some kind of like Eastern European thing. It's like, oh, no, it's Hebrew. OK. All right. Yeah. Which may, yeah. and then it makes sense later, like when things happen and they like pull out her necklace and it's it, it's a it's a it's a Hebrew letter. I was like, OK, cool. Uh, this is yeah. an interesting touch. Yes. Um, and it, it's clear that she like offers them some, f- she gives Negan like a part of a pigeon a pigeon. <laughs> he's like, Oh, pigeon. Great. Like yeah. he's into it. He's all, he's all chewing on it. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, she wants to do some trading. Like, again, yeah. like you said, she's, she's all into this whole, like, Hey, I found people that aren't going to murder us. So yeah. let me bring them into our fold. And then as we'll find out later, it, it becomes clear as to why this is more of an urgent thing for her to find people to bring, uh, to bring into the fold. Uh-huh. Um, so at this point they get ambushed by the rest of them. Most of them speak English, although we find out that there's some other languages, uh, that, that some of these people do speak. New York, um, maybe. Yes. They have these cool nail. I thought it originally were just nail guns. Um, oh, yeah. and it's like a nail, like hook shot. It's like a it's harpoon like, gun. It's like a it's nail like a gun with a Zelda. harpoon attached. <laughs> yeah. Um, we cut back to, um, Alex, uh, to, New Babylon, I guess. Um, and Nina is helping. Nina was the person that Maggie called to come get uh, Jenny, and she's helping her try and fit in and mm-hmm. gives her her room and, and everything. The only thing weird here was then we had a flashback to Maggie talking to Herschel. Um, yeah. About Miss. It was weird because it almost seemed like that was Herschel's room. 
And so it, it was weird because it, you almost would have expected that to be a flashback that Ginny would have had, but it wasn't. It was just a flash flashback for uh, Maggie. And she's talking to Herschel about, you know, he missed some of his training. Um, uh-huh. And then she picks up his little thing he's been doodling on and we find out that he's an artist. So again, I think we're getting the, the, you know, the, the, the push pull with the parent and the child where she wants him, you know, because she had to real quick learn to be a hard ass and, and to fight and to kill and everything else. And given what happened to Glenn, she wants, she wants Herschel to have those skills and Herschel seems like he's more interested in, you know, doing, being Being an artist person. Yes. Not being a murder factory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I get it. It's the kind of thing where it's like, this is going to serve the story later. So we need to like shove stuff in. Yeah. So I have so much time. Right. Um, so this is where we get our background on the Croat and Negan says like, he showed up right after the world went to crap. Um, he, he went through some very, very bad stuff. Like it, it again, Negan doesn't kind of explain, but, Apparently, he very tragic circumstances that brought him to Negan's door. Um, Here's what. So <laughs> it's like he explains. Yeah, he's a torturer, basically. You know, yes. He has a unique skill set that made him great for getting information. But then Negan thought he took it too far because it's, he's sad about some kid that got killed, basically, and all this stuff. And I'm sitting here once again thinking this show is going so far out of its way to like retcon that time when Negan almost murdered Carl with the baseball bat. Uh, yeah. At Alexandria. It's like, guy, like you can shed all your crocodile tears all you want to about children being killed. You were going to murder Carl. Now, I'm not going to forget that. The show wants us to, but I'm not going to. Like, this is a thing that they tacked on to you. But fine, whatever. You're sad because the torture tortured people. Yeah, this is one of those they wrote themselves into a corner early on, not realizing probably how popular and how long lasting this character was going to be. Uh-huh. Um, because, yeah, he mentioned, oh, I had to be a monster only when it I absolutely had to be. And I'm like, like no, you did didn't, you? dude. Did you know? <laughs> like, that's not true. <laughs> like, what about your harem that you kept and people's yeah. faces that you melted and like. Did you really have to be, you know, just like he made it seem like, oh, well, when my people were threatened, that's when I had to be the monster. And I'm like, yeah, we're, we're playing a little loose with these. Yeah, terms I'm like, here. Eh, like, those four wives you had, you know, I don't I don't know that that had to do with anything. Uh, maybe, maybe Barry Allen changed the timeline a little bit or something. In the yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this is like uh, Roman Roy having a wife and a kid in the, the pilot episode and never seeing them again kind of stuff. Um, so now we cut back to Marshall and he shot his ear. The whole thing was Negan shot his ear off. Like Negan had one shot. He tried to kill the curl at and he missed. He missed. Yeah. Yeah. And then he never saw from again. So as we were kind of talking earlier with rich, he was a part of the, he was a part of the, uh, he was a part of Negan's crew early on and then left somewhat early on. Cause he says it was one of the first skirmishes they got into with the kingdom. So so it was early in the, in, in all the, yeah, the settlements getting set up. So, which does highlight, cause we had that one episode in the last season of walking dead where Ezekiel and Negan talk for what seems like the first time. And we never really thought about that as far as they have history and like, and Ezekiel was not happy with Negan. Like he, that was right. not his guy. So like, this, right. this, I do like this show kind of like adds to that. It's like, yeah, we were fought with the kingdom. <laughs> like that was yeah. one of our things. Yeah. Uh, Marshall Armstrong's back on the trail. Uh, he breaks into an apartment. 
goes through some stuff. It's it's pretty clear here this was his old place, or at least he knew somebody that he he had that little piece of paper earlier in the episode that had like it said something Armstrong. It wasn't it, it wasn't Pearly Armstrong. It was somebody else Armstrong. It had a, had an address. So I'm guessing this is like a brother or a he's fa- certainly like, familiar with the area. And yeah, he finds a body that someone had committed suicide. Right, that's what it looks like. Yeah, and yeah. He covers it. Like there's something going on as far as the familiarity here for sure. Yeah. Um, so he, he leaves there, kind of goes down back down the fire escape and immediately gets snared in a, uh, return of the Jedi style, uh, exactly. Ewok trap. Yeah. Um, so what pops his head out, it's like, you're always thinking of your stomach early. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so at this point, Maggie and Negan have been kind of locked in this bathroom. You know, they've, they've, that's where, that's where this group is. Cause they don't really know what to do with them. They're, they're not like what? open. They're, yeah, they're not a threat visibly, but they're also like random people with weapons and skills to kill. So it's like, I don't know about these guys, which is a yeah. totally fair assessment, I'd say. Yeah, it's kind of like jury's out on these guys, but for now we'll keep them in here. Um, so they hear a bunch of commotion. They get Negan and Maggie from the bathroom. They bring them out. And and this is where we we find the Barazi, what they're calling the Barazi. And uh-huh. and they first they're like, oh, that you led them to us. And he's like, no, yeah. Uh, and then Negan grabs the leader guy um, with, uh, with the sharpened with, pigeon bone. He's sharpened the pigeon bone. He's like, I've been sharpening his pigeon bone all day. <laughs> um, I could stab you in the neck. And he lets him go. And he's like, yeah, but that's not what, you know, that's not what I'm here here for. And he's like, oh, we're here to help. Um, I hope he keeps that pigeon bone on him, though. Yeah, that'd be a be, cool recurring thing. Yeah. If, he, if the if season ends with him killing the Karat using a pigeon bone, we've done ourselves a good job here. Yes. Yes, or at least taking an eye out with it. Yeah, whatever. Um, so we find these, the, yeah, the people, the, these Barazi are the people in helmet, very Mad Max-ish. Like, they have these, like, saw blades sticking out of their, like, motorcycle helmets. They're uh, pretty cool helmets. And when you see them, like, yeah. start headbutting people to kill those wires, like, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and this is where we get the nail gun, you know, the 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 harpoon nail gun thing, where one of the guys goes after Negan, and she pulls out the gun basically impales him through the chest and then just rips the thing out. Yeah. Um, vicious. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even kill him. So I'm like, Oh man, that's just a brutal wound. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to bleed. Yeah. Um, so one of the, one of the lady, uh, one of them grabs, one of the Barazi grabs Esther and kills her. Um, and at this point, Negan takes the guy and, um, and grabs them. And the rest of the Barazi are kind of like below. They're they're like above, like on a second story thing. Yeah, like Negan um, goes to like the others are like the other like the rebels, whatever we want to call them. They like yeah. leave or like they go their own way. And Negan, yeah, he goes he, he doubles back to go do this. Yeah. So this is cool because this is where we get very old school Negan here, where he takes this guy, <laughs> shoves his head through the window, and he's like, knock, knock. And then, you know, just keeps doing it. <laughs> and he's like and then he, he uh, uh, puts his head through the window. And he goes, well, no, first he, he, he berates the neckbeard guy. The neckbeard, because he says he has a neckbeard and a rat tail. And he's like, why don't you put your helmet back on and tuck that shit back in? <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, you know, not, and he's like, knock, knock. And he goes, he's, and he goes, um, <clears throat> umbrella. And he goes, or, or, or no, he says, uh, uh, what was the, what was it? It was, uh, when he goes, who's there? And it, it what was it? It was. 
this is something about umbrella. Job. Like uh-huh. you're gonna need your you're gonna need your umbrella. And uh, he um, he slits his throat, slits it, opens up his guts, and just like blood and guts and stuff are just pouring down all over him. And then he picks up the body and throws it back at him. Like and it, and the guys are standing down. They're like, I don't know how to step backwards, but this is terrible. And it's yeah, like, all right. they're all <laughs> freaked out because this guy rained just, on by like yeah. all this blood from this guy. <laughs> yeah. And Maggie's there. Like, she's like, she's kind of snuck up behind to try to see yes. what Megan's going to be up to. And she's like giving them a look. Or she's, well, she's giving the situation to look like, well, this is pretty extreme. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah. After she um, was not necessarily connecting to Negan, but certainly was like hearing him out on the whole Croat stuff and buying into his bullshit about how he only had to be mean when he had to be. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sitting there being like, Maggie, you should know better. <laughs> but the look on his face after he, he does it, it's not uh, even remorse. It's like, like I, what I was afraid of in the moment was, oh, he's going to look back and see Maggie and have this look of like, I'm really oh, sorry. What, did I, what have I done? I've yeah. reverted to my own ways. And, and there was none of that. It was very much a, no, I'm, I'm in it. Like he's got that mean, nasty look on his face. Um, and there's no remorse. Like, <laughs> which I mean, to his, he feels justified as far as, Hey, they yes. killed this old woman who gave me a delicious pigeon. Um, I, so like, therefore they have to, they have to suffer now for this. Yeah. So we come back to Ginny um, back at base camp. She sneaks out and steals a motorcycle. So I'm guessing part does of she the, steal it or does she like consider stealing it. I, I, no, I think she steals does it. Does she drive off? Yeah, because I'm okay. pretty sure the the ongoing the next part of the plot is she's going to show up probably on the island at some point and cause some other kind of drama is my guess. But all right. Um, but yeah, it's yeah she she steals that motorcycle and takes it off. Um, we cut back to Negan and crew and Amaya and Tommaso. Those are kind of the two lead people. Um, and said they lied about their numbers. It's like, basically like, yeah, we're all that's left. It's just us. We don't really have a hundred people or hundreds. They said said thousands, thousands. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's not thousands of us. This is pretty much it. Um, and then he, they mentioned this is the Barazi. They work for the Croat. Um, or Negan says, oh, they work for the Croat. And he's like, oh, you mean Van Gogh? Which is pretty funny because his yeah. ears clipped off. They call him Van Gogh. Um, and this is where Maggie comes clean and says, look, they've got my son. Like, we're we're offered to um, uh, to, to do that. And they say, they're, okay, well, well, we'll offer to help you if you want to die. Like, if that's what you want, we're, we'll, we'll give you a hand. Um, at this point, the, what, we cut back to the marshal who's been hanging in, in this net um and there's a bunch of walkers come come coming for him car pulls up a bunch of barazi people get out they kill all the walkers they cut down the marshal um and of course one of these you know barazi is actually the croat um and that's when he's the, the, the reason I, I know what so and that's how we end the episode it's just the croats like oh basically like you know come with us i watched a little bit on the making of after the episode. And that's when one of the producers was like, Baraz means brother. So that's why they call these guys, the Barazi it's, it's Croat for brother. Got it. So there we have who's there. So how many Barazis do you give this one Aaron? I give this one a solid four Barazis. I like this episode a lot. I thought this was a solid episode that expanded on what I was already getting out of the first one. It felt focused. It still had character bits it had good action in it. 
it had Negan doing Negan things in a way where I'm like, well, now that I'm used to this character, I can I can allow all this. <laughs> like it, it had it yes. had all this stuff. So like if this is like what the show's gonna be at its core, this kind of like running gun through the city thing, like this is what I'm down for. I'm happy with this one. Yeah, I, I, same for me. To me, this was just as good as the first episode. I, I also give this a four. Um, another solid solid outing. So I know. There's only going to be six episodes, so we're a third of the way through it at this point. These episodes are also real tight. Like, um, yeah. I mean, I watch it through AMC Plus. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't watch it through, um, um, you know, a broadcast or whatever. The the fear episodes have all been like, even with the little making of behind the you know thing, they've been 52, like 51 minutes with all of that, uh-huh. and these have been a tight like. 40 42 minutes even with like the or 45 minutes with the with the behind the scene thing and and the whole and the previously on stuff sure. so yeah. i mean these are tight episodes which i think i think is good because i think some of my criticism on on at least the fear episodes they just seem like they just kind of drug a little bit too long and i think that 10 you know five or 10 minutes just felt like you kind of feel it these things feel real tight like i don't feel like any of these episodes so far have overstayed their welcome and, and they've, they've kind of moved along. So it also helps that there's like a goal in mind for these episodes. So like, like there's a fear is like, whatever they're dealing with Padre. Something's going to happen eventually. This is like, they need to find the kid. Like that's the goal. And so like you you get that there's a drive here that, you know, helps. And yeah, limited, limited cast, limited set. Like we're not looking to war. I mean, there is world building, but we're not looking to build, you know, this, the place where they li- like these aren't going to be we don't need to set up the town where Maggie's from and her people and all that kind of stuff because they're they're not sticking around. Like, I mean, yeah. that's not the purpose of the show. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, another good episode. What did uh, do we get any reviews? this? We week? did. I, I, I managed to post a a, a, a Barazi, <laughs> a Barazi uh, post on here to get hopefully some, even though we're recording this one a little early if people that don't have AMBC plus. Uh, but we got one from Tammy. Uh, she at Sierra and I give this episode another four. The only nice. thing Sierra didn't like was Negan going full savior mode. However, I am here for it. So Tammy, a fan of full Negan savior mode. Sierra, not so much. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been a long one. Um, so we're trying to get caught up. We should be back next week to talk about episode three. Hopefully we'll make sure we get Dr. Current and get uh, get Rich back um, as well as the two of us uh, to, to continue on to the halfway point with episode three. Um, so excellent. So where can folks uh, find you on the Internet, Aaron? I'm in plenty of places, but I host a show called Out Now with Aaron A. My friend Abe and I discuss new movies on a weekly basis, and we also have commentary tracks and other fun bonus episodes. I am also part of the Summer of 93 at 30 podcast series. That's part of the Brandon Peters show, where myself, Brandon Peters, and Scott Mendelson are talking about the summer movie season from 1993. Um, You can just search Summer of 93 at 30. That's a lot of fun. We're talking a lot about old movies and having fun with that. And I'm on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Excellent. You can... Stick around here, hwlod.com for this episode, um, as well as uh, check me out over on Dr. Current's uh, Gotham by Geeks, where we talk about uh, Batman pretty regularly. Um, should have another episode coming out here pretty soon. 
Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next time. Uh, get caught up. These episodes have been a little bit behind. Uh, I've been a little behind on the editing with, uh, with work stuff kind of picking up. So we'll get, I'll, I'll, so this one in the previous episode probably posted here pretty quick, uh, closely together. So thanks everyone for listening until there's no more room in the hell and the dead walk the earth. Remember if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. <laughs>